Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome. Are you comfortable? Good. You have found the true source for cycling's mediocrity. You have found Backfiller. The Backfiller podcast will help you achieve bicycle bliss, two-wheeled tranquility, or at least the simple ability to smile at the silly sports you regularly attempt to conquer. The Pack Filler Podcast is hosted by a has-been who cannot climb. You can contact the show through Facebook, Twitter, or emailing us at info at packfiller.com. And now, sit back, ignore responsibility and training, and enjoy the Pack Filler Podcast. It actually has a finish. There's a finish that kind of kicks in at the tail end. It's nice. Yeah. Very soothing. Yeah. And then, Are you trying to lose listeners on purpose? No, then we go to this. It just hold on. It gets really stupid now. Ready? Two, three, four. Hey, everybody. Mark's never heard the theme before. That's what happens when you hire a rock star. Mark never gets to hear anything. So, uh, you know, he just comes in, you know, asks for his big bowl of green M&Ms or, you know, separated in the green room. And then he, he just does his show and leaves. I'd like just the green ones, please. Well, I'm, well, I'm the one toiling over a, a, a smoking laptop, you know, all night, you know, doing making making sure that his efforts don't you know, go without proper accord. I do not work seven months out of the year like some people. Oh. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I believe you're under contract for 120 days. (laughs) 
Oh my God, they're together. Pat and Mark again. Beers are cold, but no studio. They are in. An RV in the driveway, better than a van of a serial killer. Hey, everybody, it's time for a two-man pack filler. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast that goes better with bacon. This is the Pack Filler Podcast. Goes well with bacon. It does. Yeah. And um, we, as as you guys, have, if you've been paying attention at all, or if this is the first show you've ever listened to, um, why start now? Um, <laughs> you probably understand that um, the studio has been taken over by my wife. Oh, that filthy woman. She has taken it and, and made it her office, and now I am in the midst of repairing and um, basically making a non-suitable room for existence into our little man cave and so we are in the meantime we're literally in an rv in the driveway <laughs> that is so true actually it's yeah. a it's a tribute to robin williams the rv movie oh absolutely see how i did that i tied that in i would like five minutes of silence <laughs> great no i actually i will say I think uh, I will say to Robin Williams, though he has nothing to do with the show, I think he would have loved it. He may have actually listened to it at one time. He's a cyclist. He's a cyclist. Hopefully he did. I never thought that he would. I hope he had. But uh, probably my favorite comedian ever. Yeah. Hats off to the man. True comic genius. And wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Well, anyway, I'm Pat Bulger. I'm Mark Hudson. Yeah, it's not an illusion. We are both together. I had to say both names just so you actually believed that we are both in the same room. Because we've been kind of hit and miss. It's been a busy, 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 busy year. Um, but we all we have some things that are very consistent. And those are, of course, the sponsors that I always show off with. Thanks to the Sufferfest. Not only a long-running sponsor of the show, but a sponsor of my, the junior team that I've put together. Um, big thanks to those guys. Check out their new website. They've got a beautiful new website up. Looks cool. And uh, running videos. They've got running workouts now. Really? Yeah. As well as training programs galore. You can now download and print off training programs. You can. Uh, the running videos are just, from what I understand, because you know my opinions on running. We'll get to that later in the show. Are uh, they like don't hurt yourself type running videos? No. I mean, or, yeah. I mean, it's oh, hard. Yeah, they're brutal. Yeah, don't hurt yourself. Yeah, they're. I mean, oh yeah, they're under the same vein as the True Sufferfest uh, workout, but made for the treadmill. Ouch. Yeah, yeah. Super solid. First one though. I think is really similar to Revolver, and you probably remember one on one off fifteen, yeah. and then you get a surprise at the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that Revolver, but you get the warm up. The one thing I will say about Sufferfest videos, and I've done a lot of them, um, always sensible. And that's that's the thing. No, they are. They're like they're they're good, solid videos. They're not. Yeah. They're like they're not intended, like the you know the Biggest Loser to just hurt you. Oh you yeah. Know, like, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I pound you, you into the ground until you blow a hammy. You know. I mean, that's that's not what they're designed to do. They're designed to make you suffer. Yeah. And still able to suffer the next day, which is why yeah. you're able to do them. And, yeah. And and that's why I say they're sensible in the fact that you're crazy to do them. Oh, God. But you're probably not going to get hurt. Now, running seems to not necessarily lend itself to that philosophy because you could hurt yourself so easily with running. Does it work? Have you tried them? I have not tried them. I as But as, you're going to. Well, as we know, my thoughts on running are we, we haven't had a good past. I, I yeah no I mean running is not a, f no. a user friendly sport it is it, it you hurts think, you you would think something that naturally comes to the human form would be easy oh sure I mean we've walked since 
you know, depending on your religious basis, uh, fall, crawling out of the ooze. But let's say 2,000 years. Okay. Let's say 2,000 years. Just for those of you who choose a certain perspective, um, oh, you know, Jesus, let's say 2,000 years. We've been right running. Away. No, let's. We've been running for 2,000 years. That's it. To to satisfy our conservative friends, we've been running for 2,000 years. Still a very long time. <laughs> Also, thanks to uh, Elephant Bikes, Glenn Copus, the man, the myth, the legend, um, once again, a uh, great part of the show. And Glenn saved me from yet another potential disaster. You're looking over my shoulder. Is there there's, somebody? There's two, two people riding a bike by the RV. But here's here's the question that just came to me, and I'm sorry to, to cut into our sponsor, but you get to plug them again. Yeah, I will. Who figured out swimming? I mean, seriously, like, oh. What, are you talking about 2,000 years ago? Yeah, 2,000 years ago. Like, I'm going to go, and I'm going to jump in the water, and I'm going to go above my head. Oh, shit. Sorry, Pat. <laughs> do you think if I you mean, waited it out, you're just, do you think the first person to drown just was like, no, this will pass? Yeah, I mean, what is it? What is it like? I think I got this. I mean, you know, I think I can really get this going. Who figured it out? Because you want to talk about splitting the atom. That's nothing compared to figuring out the first swimming. person. The first person to go dog paddle. I'm, or I'm going to swim across that lake. No, Thad. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean? Are you kidding Crunk, me? Kronk, no, do it. Kronk, no, don't do it. I can do. You know, I mean, there's. Who figured that out? <laughs> I mean, that that you want to talk about guts? Yeah, Kronk made it. It, it, it was a date. It was a bet. It was to impress a chick. You know it was. Oh, absolutely. But the I plunking mean, over the head with the large log didn't work. So yeah. it, it then became a dick measuring contest. No, it, it was after the Egyptians invented beer. We understand that, but it's like, <laughs> how did that happen? That is remarkable. Okay, sorry. Back to elephant bikes. But I, I just thought of that. Like, who invented swimming? See now you way to go, Kronk. Yeah, I'm not gonna wrap my head around that one. Uh, Glenn came to the rescue of me the other day. I had a uh, my Harry Gary, um, uh, another unfortunately um, no longer in business uh, custom frame builder that we had in the community here. Very and, talented. Yeah, and yeah, and and Glenn is and, and Glenn's the kind of guy who would look at that bike and say, God, he you know he did great work. Um, Jackson was riding that bike and tore the front derailleur hanger off of it. And Aww. this is this is Columbus Focus tubing, which is super thin. And so I thought that's it. You know, he we did some structural damage to the tubing. Um, took it over to Glenn. He took a look at it. Did a little cleanup work for me. Ready to rock. I'm just going to get a good old fashioned clamp derailleur now. So I don't understand that. I am now under the belief that brazons derailleur brazons are a, are an absolute waste of time. I mean, yeah, oh, no, it's lighter. But come on. I mean, you know, when you lose a derailleur like I did, I thought that was it for the bike. And but it, it started in the 80s. I mean, yeah, maybe made sense back then. But when you look at the materials that are available today, oh, I agree. Yeah. But, I mean, by the same token, if you were to – I mean, when you look at a brazon with carbon yeah. versus a full-on clamp, I don't know. I think I, I do think not you, think you will win or lose a stage in the tour based upon the brazon of the yeah, front derailleur. Yeah, yeah. So big thanks to Glenn. Um, if you are at all interested in either of our sponsors, uh, packfiller.com, or you can cheat and not give us any benefit and go straight to the sufferfest.com or elephantbikes.com. Um, is you know I'm I'm Mark. I'm tired of saying this at the beginning of my shows of our shows. How you been, man? I haven't seen you in a while. You know, I'm not too bad. Uh, <laughs> tough summer. Yeah. Um, started in May uh, <laughs> and kept going. I mean, it's a tough year. 
Uh, really? I'm not going to lie. Yeah, okay. It's a tough year, you know. Uh, but uh, professionally, we're good. And I think, uh, you know what I did on my lunch break for the first time today? I went for a run. And actually, really? yeah, there's an, an attorney that actually said to me, he's like, you got to just carve out the time. There's yeah. never enough time. And that'll be part of my rant later. But it was interesting. It's like you carve out your vacations, you carve out what you want, and you go you go do it because it's important. But, yeah, it's it, it's been a tough year. I mean, uh, yeah, a few few tough tough hurdles. So well, we talked a little bit about the beginning beginning of the year that mm-hmm. uh, we uh, you know we had both set kind of specific athletic goals and objectives for the year and stuff like that. And I think you were going to do uh, one of the Ironmans. I was, yeah. and I'm an abject failure. Oh, yes. No, no, yes. no! Yes. I didn't mean it to come out that way. Oh, I mean, you know, make fun of me. Yeah. Well, no, it's no, but that, but the athletic goals, yes. Okay. Which is actually kind of the moniker of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. We, we just keep trying and failing. Yeah, I mean, you know, hey, the pro contract didn't come. Oh shit! You know, and I keep checking the mail every damn day. I do too, and nothing, nothing but bar complaints. <laughs> <laughs> I you know um, I have to admit I'm at that point in the season now where I'm taking a break from racing. Mm-hmm. Um and I always wonder why I'm, cycling is is it's like a late spring early summer sport and then everybody just seems to tail off. Sure. And um I was I noticed that throughout the summer, I mean, but um now it's it's kind of, you know, I especially with the junior team, a lot of the kids are getting, you know, doing their other sports, getting ready for school. And so uh, that's taken a backseat. But I got to tell you, that the coach in that team has been the best thing for my cycling in my entire life because I have to ride with them. Oh, yeah. I'm not one of those sit on a motor scooter and yell at them kind of people. So it's uh, it's been good. But um, I do kind of like riding motor scooters. I'll admit that. I would. Dude, I would. I Just would ride fun. a. I would even ride a Vespa. And, oh, absolutely. And be confident in my sexuality. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. No, totally cool with no no ripping on Vespas here. Vespa riders are friends of the show. Would love to hear from you. Do you know um, any Vespa riders? Not really. No. Yeah, okay. Not really. I knew I a couple. They're beautiful. Jeff and Laura had a Vespa. The owners of the Lantern Tavern where we did our first podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The live the, one. Yeah. yeah, the live podcast there. And they had a Vespa. So I guess I know two. That's it. But they're, but yeah, I would, I would ride a Vespa. Yeah. I might jump a curb. And that's why oh, I don't shit. own a Vespa. They're not really s- suspended very well, are they? Nah, but I—I I mean, yeah, you're only going 25. Yeah, what, what could happen? I yeah. know. I had an old coach back in the day who even had the old Honda motorcycle with the roller on the back, so you could draft and bump up against the roller. Nice. Oh, frick! It was awesome. We do sprint workouts with that thing, which is probably illegal in some Sucks way. Sucks when or you form, bump though. the roller, though. No, you bump it, and it's like a rolling pin. Yeah. So you know, it just it you could bump it and it would just spin with you. So it's not like you're mm-hmm. gonna go flying to your death. Motor racing is not as popular as it once was. Doesn't seem to be. I don't know. I don't do you know. do it with the junior team? No shit, no. That's got liability written all over it. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Now nah, we're cooking. No shit, no. Yeah. There's no freaking way <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Okay. Um, but um. You don't have the methods in which to do it, but I'm I'm already at the point now where I'm thinking cyclocross. I, my cyclocross training st- should have started this week, but it's starting next week. Are you, you're doing it? Oh, God, yes. I had so First much race, fun. name it. Um, I have it. Oh, I happened to go to the iPad. Let's go to the iPad. 
Um, uh, we have our own series uh, around here starting. In fact, I think um, not too far away in Moscow, not Russia, Idaho, um, they have a Wednesday night series that they're going to be starting to do pretty soon. But I don't know. That might be a little far. One of the toughest sports in the world, cyclocross. You think so? I don't know of anything that hurts more. It does um, hurt a lot, but it is fun. I mean, oh, no, it's super fun. But, yeah, I, I do not know of a type of racing that hurts more. And I'm just saying that it's a lot of fun because I really suck at it. Oh, yeah, there's no pressure. Yeah. No, God. <laughs> I mean, well, there is. I mean, last year was the first year back, uh, not to pour out our sponsors, but I did get um, – Jackson and I got cyclocross bikes from Glenn. Oh, cool. Yeah, and um, just jumped into the season halfway through. And um, last time I had done cyclocross was 1986, mm-hmm. basically, and then. And then um, and that was just for training kind of mm-hmm. thing. You know, we did it at the Olympic Training Center for, for shits and giggles. Um, and this year was my first actual cyclocross race. And I got lapped by the Masters. Um, so much, in fact, that a good friend of mine, who I don't know if I'm going to call him a good friend anymore, Mark Kanoki, actually created a tradition that if you lap Pat Bulger, you got to spank him in the ass when you come by him. <laughs> so my goal this year is to cut back on the spanks. <laughs> cut back. <laughs> yeah. There was my gardener actually came by. You know, you probably yeah. know who Mike is. Mike's a vertical freaking, earth. Yeah. Owner of a uh, area bike shop. Absolute great guy. Monster and a, on the bike. machine on the bike. Came by me. In fact, his he was on a show for, with when we talked about women's cycling. Mike yeah. and Jenny Gardner were on that show, and uh, came by me. and And all I heard right before he passed me was, "Sorry, Mark told me to do it." Wow! Oh God, damn it! <laughs> so I think it's funny, but uh, those races starting in October. So October eighteenth is my first one. So um, I'm I I there's so much fun and nothing like, you know. In fact, cyclocross is a sport that's designed for our podcast because there are beer hand ups. Ooh, yeah. There's a guy on the on the usually on the one of the hills that you got to run up mm-hmm. um, with most likely PBR and uh, Dixie cups, and he's just pouring them in and handing them up to anybody who will take them. Now the serious guys probably don't take them, but well, why wouldn't you? I enjoy well, you're being spanked. Cold PB. Yeah, exactly. Well, My spanked. dignity is in the shithole already, so why not? And what difference does this make? <laughs> exactly. So um, I'm looking forward to that, and that's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm going to try and get some of the juniors out there, too. I, I know Jackson can do it. I've got a new uh, rider who I'm talking to next week who wants to be on the club. Who's going to who ha, who has his father's cross bike? So we're going to try try and do that too. So. I'm your father. Yes. Here's yes. your bike. Here is make me proud. One of the son. Many I, yeah. Neither of us sound like um, Darth Vader. Oh no, I can't. I just I I am your father. Some yeah. sort of he never I, says I am your father in the movie. I don't think. Luke, I'm your father. I don't think that line is ever said in the movie. I 50 think it's bucks. just. A, I. The Wi-Fi shit out here, but fifty bucks at the end of bucks. Empire Strikes Luke, Back. Luke, I am your father. No, that I'm, quote, I'm your father. But you said Luke, I am your father. Luke, Luke. Okay, which line? Which line is it? Which line are we throwing the cash down on? Yeah, yeah. Luke. Okay. I'm your father. Okay, Luke, I am your father. I don't know if it's I am. Come on, either got come on. I'm or I am. I'll, Whip I'll, it out. I'll. Put your dick on the table and let's let's see what's going on. 
This is all from memory. Fifty bucks, and he'll. So let's hear the way Pat Next will show. pay me is through four months of beer. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to say, Luke. Okay, it's Luke. I am your father. Luke, I am your father. I'm going to say I am because I don't think Darth Vader would use a contraction. Um, I am your father. I am your father. Luke, I am your father. You heard it here, everybody. We have $50 on the line, which is basically five shows worth of beer, right? Mm, yes. Are you going to look it up, or are Fam. we going to just are we going to just ask for a listener to to call us out at the uh, and we just call the results out in the next show? Uh, I think Google's pretty good, but just vamp for a second. No, I, I, I could vamp all the time. And um, so anyway, Cyclocross has been super busy with our announcing. You and I have been actually working together this year. It's been very odd. Even though we haven't done a show together, um, been super busy. Uh, the Coeur d'Alene Triathlon, Race the River Triathlon. We've basically been dealing a lot of uh, triathlons, but um, I did the... Oh, I thought I had this. Oh, now you're I'm playing a Footlocker commercial. Great. They're I'm not even mad. sponsors of the I'm show. I'm that. I didn't know. Fuck you, Footlocker. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to thank our next sponsor. Footlocker. Foot I'm sure thinking, Jesus, we got to sign up with those guys. Yeah. they sell a lot of cycling shoes. We sell a lot. Footlocker cycling shoes or cross shoes. Yeah. Whatever we got. I've got the clip, I think, right here. Okay. Google will know here in a second. Are you just waiting? Well, I got to get through the ad. This is a show about something completely unrelated to this. We, well, this why do you not, think we have nerdists. listeners? Why do you think we have listeners? Because we talk about the other shit. We resonate. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's see play. what we got here. All right. Okay. You're wrong. There is no Luke. Oh, in there. there is no Luke. In oh, there. I'm out 50 bucks or four months of beer. Will I at least get you see, props? You see, I knew that. You knew there was no. I Luke. knew there was no Luke. I am your father. You never said that, though. Well, I wasn't going to tell you that. I was there was beer on the line. Yeah, I got four shows worth of beer. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> I cannot believe I got that. I even got the I am what your you, father. What are, you, what are you crediting yourself for? You lost the bet. I will ask the friends of the show to email Pat incessantly that, by the way, Mark was right. And that's pretty good. I saw that show. No. You weren't did, right. I saw that show when I was nine years old. You, you And you haven't seen it since? Oh, my God. It seems likely. Um The fact that I own it has nothing to do yeah. with the fact. I owned it, but it was stolen. All my DVDs were stolen. How did your DVDs get stolen? Just ride around your car? Well, or? no. I think what happened... Yeah, I had my CDs in my car. Um, probably 300 of them in those cool folder things. Yeah. I was just listening to the old CDs, and they stole them. And then I we had a garage sale, a yard sale. And I think at some point, we were putting DVDs out to sell the old ones. And I think somehow they got all <sighs> taken. So, yeah. That sucks. But anyway. There is no Luke, I'm your father. Hey, somebody should do a podcast about cycling and, and, and triathlon. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, you guys just finished up uh, the Hot Summer Nights. Yes. Running series, 5K series. The one series that, honestly, I'm pissed I've never run the course, other than on my own. Really? Well, I mean, on my own, I've run the course. but uh, And so it's, it's a pretty cool course. But I've done this, I think, seven years. Holy shit. Seven, eight years. Really? And I've never run the race. And it's funny, too, because every volunteer gets a free entry. 
<laughs> oh shit! So at this point, I think I have twenty five free entries. Um, oh my god! I'm not sure. You uh, because there used to be four. Um, so f- first couple of years there are four, so that's eight, and then there's three more, so it's nine. So I'm sorry, that's seventeen. I think I have seventeen free entries. Um, you know, but the I would challenge someone to find a better five dollar race. Abs- yeah, no, I'm going to agree with you. I mean, and I went out there yesterday. The last one was yesterday. Um, my wife and I went out there, and yes, you can count down your list of apocalypse signals. Um, I went to do a running race, and um, five bucks. Sure, I got a really nice tech t- shirt, really nice Cool Max. I call it Cool Max T-shirt. Um, chip timed. Uh, you guys are giving out free drinks, free Rockstar energy drinks. All the Rockstar you can drink. Uh, cookies, yeah, snow cones. There were cookies, yeah. After the race, oh, okay. That's now yeah, we'll talk about that here in a second. And um, you, probably five hundred people out there just for a weeknight. Our tops, run. our tops was tops. Top number was six hundred eighty. Um, Jesus. and it actually went down, but the weather in Spokane kind of screwed us up. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. Last night was my. I had full intention. My wife and I went out there. We we're going to do the run. You and I are going to do the the challenge that we'll, we're going to talk about here eventually. And um, uh, God decided that that shall not happen. Yeah, unfortunately. One of the worst, I mean, just random lightning thunderstorms came rolling in. Which has happened a lot in our area, which is unusual, quite yeah. frankly. Um, I will say, those the one of the storms, the first like big thunderstorm that hit this area this year, yeah. which you probably didn't experience because you're on the South Hill and I'm on the north side. We didn't get we been we missed out on most of them this year. I've never experienced anything like that. I've lived in you and I both were longtime Spokane residents, yeah, and I've never experienced anything like that to where I heard a jet engine above my house. I was sick that day actually. I, I had the flu. I I came home early from work and just told my wife, Hey, I'm, I'm just gonna go sleep for a while. And she was cool. She was out on the, at the pool with her sister. I woke up an hour later to the sound of a jet engine. And I mean, just huge hail hitting my house. Really? I've never seen anything like it. Jesus. It knocked our power out and everything, but I mean, Oh, we were out of town that weekend. I was, where was I? I think my wife was getting the dog, the new dog. Yeah. And um, I was someplace. I was at a race somewhere. But and last I like, I night, think it was Man yeah, or something like that. yeah. But it was unbelievable. Last night was not that level. No, but it was coming in huge lightning. Everything coming in off from the off from the west, which is where your son was. Yeah, yeah. My son was at a soccer practice, standing out on the field, saying, uh, "They canceled practice. Everybody left." I'm huddled up against a tree, <laughs> waiting for death to come. So we had to leave. Unfortunately, we had to leave before the race even started. But uh, you guys took off in a deluge. I mean, it was a downpour. We made the call. I mean, yeah. you know, I gave it over to Roger, and uh, um, I gave it over to him because he's a co-announcer of that particular race because yeah. he runs the race. And I said, okay, you got to make the call. Um, you know, you go now. I, I said my my opinion, not like you go now or you don't. Go, you know, it's yeah. not Nick Nolte in this no. movie or something like that. I said my opinion is is that you go now or or you got to wait. And Roger made the call, which was the absolute correct call. Go now, and he's like, he says, you know, we start the race, and it's mayhem. 
I mean, it was really? it was absolute mayhem. And he actually saved the day by doing it by making that call because everybody stopped. Everybody went, and we only lost probably twenty seven competitors. If you'd have waited ten minutes while that rain hit, yeah, I mean, because everybody finished and everybody was happy and it was sunny and everything was cool. Had you waited, we'd have been in trouble. Really? So, well, I think people would have quit. So a lot of people just decided not to start when you guys said start. Well, twenty-seven or so. Decided well, they were to all huddled. There oh. was four, one lady handing in four numbers. Said, "My husband will never forgive me if my child gets struck by lightning." I don't know what that means. Yeah, the odds are pretty high in that one. Yeah, I mean that, and you know, probably you know, AIDS too. Um, you know, I mean, will never forgive me if my child gets struck by lightning. All right. That's, is this a conversation you've had? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> if, if you, you have, get, if you get him addicted to crack, um, that's one thing. But the fucking lightning—it's <laughs> a lightning. I mean, do not. I will never forgive you if you beat our child. But lightning, oh, you bitch! It's over. It's over. God <laughs> but damn I've never, it! I've never I heard that. I told you no fucking lightning. <laughs> I told you. If I've told you once, I told you twice. Oh my god! You know, meth I, addiction. Fine, we can get through that. We can get through that. Oh, <laughs> do you know what a lightning strike does? To the you know hair. what that does to the SAT score? <laughs> it just fucks it. Math just goes right down the shitter. I didn't know what to say. I heard her say it, and I went, um, all yeah. Right. Um, all right, thanks I for I wouldn't paying. run either. You didn't <laughs> refund them, did you? Well, no, she just handed the, I mean, everybody yeah. had already started. And, and yeah, that's I, what we did. I just handed my number back, and I went, sorry, we got to go. There, I mean, Thanks uh, for the shirt. <laughs> all I said was, there's your out. You know, I mean. You know, okay, you didn't want yeah. to run anyway. I yeah. mean, obviously, there's you're not you're even out. married. You're not even married. You're That's a liar. Not even your kid. That's just a kid you grabbed Full and said, "Hey, we'll give you a real <laughs> snow cone if you don't run." <laughs> um, back to the race <laughs> and that that filthy whore who didn't run. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> long time fan, first time yeah. caller. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I think I think the funny part about that race is I would challenge anybody in North America or anywhere. Because we do have, I think we do have international listeners. Yeah, we do. We, I mean, I, actually, I think we have more international listeners than national listeners. Yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> very big in Singapore. I don't know why. Yeah. Oh, hey, Sufferfest. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but he's I, in Australia now, but that's okay. Oh, he was in Singapore. He was. Okay. Well, Australia's good too. Yeah. Um, but I would say that you you have this five dollar race that is remarkable. Yeah. Here's what you get. Like, you show up without the T-shirt. Like, there's three yeah. races. So, the first one, it's a series. So, if you can actually run, you've got a shot. Because if you do all three, you've got a shot no matter what. At these huge prizes, cash, everything. Really? Oh, yeah. They give cash. Oh, my God. So, there's a I cash. I didn't know you guys were doing It's that. like 100 bucks cash. But you've got you, – but you choose. You can have cash. You can have – a. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Uh, like shoes, K-Swiss shoes, whatever you want, you get your choice of of 20 prizes if you win. It's a male and female top finisher. So it's a series. So you start there. Wow. Then you get your you chip-timed event, and then you get Rockstar Energy Drink for free. I mean, it's just these big bins yeah. of all just you can walk drink. walk up and Rockstar grab, yeah. Energy Drink. You get free stretching by a chiropractic clinic. They'll just hand it out. Free kinesio tape, no problem. Um, you get, at the end of the race, free cookies from Costco. You get... Um, what else do you get? Oh, you get free snow cones this year. It used to be Otter Pops. Um, it's a frozen something appears to be the tradition. Yeah. And then the kicker is they give away, for $5, they give away more prizes than they give out in the prizes to the top finishers. Top finishers, top three in every age group, 10-year age groups, get ribbons. But you also get these giveaways that are everything from a pair of sunglasses to free massages to everything. I literally spend a half hour to 45 minutes calling out names as in Shit. Patrick Bulger, yeah. Mark Hodson, Power Bar Why Prize Packs, yeah. Timex hats, everything you can imagine, Timex watches, Jesus. everything. I would bet at least 150 people go away with prizes that didn't win every night. And it, I challenge you to find a better race okay, for five dollars. Remember, remember that discussion we had a while ago against about uh, value of entry fee versus value of payback. what you get. Yeah, there is nothing better than the Twigs yeah. Hot Summer Nights. So you're gonna period. You were you were giving me shit at uh, on that episode about the fact that I said, "My God, we paid seventy five dollars entry fee, and I got a medal that had the." category scribbled out and written over a new in sharpie and that's because you were in the wrong category mine was engraved <laughs> and my medal and jacket and You're... food and everything else it was it was i don't know if it was 75 was it 75 yeah that it was, was an expensive no, it was at least it was 50 like, bucks it was, it was 50, 50 bucks. bucks i think it was that's 50 still bucks insane. Yeah. it was a good lesson in providing value that was to me 50 50 you know, because I think no, it's bullshit to me. No, I agree, and I think you're—that's a yeah. valid position if you're right. But I think <laughs> no, um, but I think you're you're comparing apples to persimmons, not even apples to oranges here, because Twigs Hot Summer Nights was originally made to lose money. You know, this is a person who's trying to make money off of an event, and they're doing the best they can, and there was actually some value to be had, of course. I got like the the national team jacket for the yeah. for adventure racing for adve yeah which which I cannot wear because guess what I'm not on the national team and I've done one adventure race in my life and you're a Velominati follower so Absolutely. you actually stay to the rules I know. can't wear no, that no national champions jerseys unless you're the national champion I can't wear that yeah. but I I'm proud that I I don't know what I'm I think it's in my closet somewhere i don't know jesus i got a pair of shorts that were just i mean i think he handed them to me because he said you look like a big fella and i just was like <laughs> fuck you man but God. i mean to their credit they had food they had pop that i mean there was yeah. some food there it was those not, burgers were scary yeah okay i ate them um I didn't eat them. but i'll uh <laughs> but i will say that that you have you have somebody who tried i i guess i have a bigger problem with there's some other promoters here in town 
and I'm I'm really not going to mention them that no, you know it's pure profit, and it's oh, it's yeah. like and that even if they give better value than that race, that race was poorly done, hands down. It was a fun race to do. It was and a great it didn't course. happen this year, by the yeah, way. It was a great yeah. course. It was a fun race to do. I was glad everybody came out, and it was super fun to do. Yeah. But it was what it was. It was like, all right, yeah, this is another podunk race. Yeah. However, there are some people that have big races that provide zero value for their race. I mean, next to nothing, not even a T-shirt that's worth a damn. Yeah. And you pay a $75 entry fee for a chip time race with a T-shirt. And I cannot justify that. No. And I think I don't think that does the sport a favor, and I have a hard time with that. With that guy, it's incompetence. With intentional incompetence to make a buck that I have a problem with. And I guess that's the it's distinction. Not, it, I, I don't I don't even say I would call it intentional incompetence. I would call it manipulation. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And and you I know. think that's however you call it whether you call it, you know, you can you can couch it as, you know, an all gender race or or a kids triathlon or whatever. If you're doing it to simply make a buck and you don't give value for what you do. And I'm going to I'm going to shout out to try to try fusion one more time. Their kids try Such gives. A whore. Oh, I am. I'm an absolute whore. But try fusion also does a kids try. And so when I mentioned the kids try, there is absolute value for the dollar. You pay yeah. $25 I think for that kids try and there's you've you've probably done it no. with your kid, but I've done it with my I kids. Haven't. No. And there's absolute value to that race. It is well put together. There are food and there's prizes and kids feel like they're in the Super Bowl. It's well done and you feel and they get T-shirts and everything. It's it's well done. To me, if you pay a price and you get value for it, that's great. But, you know, it's it's kind of like Iron Man. You pay the price and if you get value for it, that's great. But if I have a hard time with some Ironmans that we've announced where people do the Ironman distance and they yeah. get the experience they get. Yeah. That's tough. When you're coming in at, at, you know, 1130 and all you get is an announcer and a candle. <laughs> That's true. Here you go. That's true. Here's yeah. an orange. Well, well it's, it's not peeled. Yeah, I know. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Eat it. You're hungry. Else. Jesus, they had to have grown. You've been out there all day. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been faster. We had pulled pork earlier. <laughs> you know I mean, you know, I yeah. mean, that's what it is. And the other race that I think does a good job for value is the 24-hour race, the 24-hour mountain bike race. Oh, yeah. Well, that, those days, well, and that's, I guess you could probably equate it to the fact that some of these events that have been on the calendar for a long time are doing something right. And, you know, you can do a 24-hour race. You can do all these kinds of events, but... Um, you've got to include something more in it. I don't mean you have to, you know, totally kiss up, but the ones, the the events that have done something extra that have made it a little bit more of a of a special event are the ones that are still there. Correct. Correct. So, you yeah. know, and I think anytime you add that piece, it's like anytime I sliced fruit for Founders Day, people yeah. loved it. Yeah. The time I the one time I don't, yeah, that and the split start. My bad. But um, you know. <laughs> I mean, we've had disasters at Founders Day. We've had a pretty good experience for everybody at Founders Day. Yeah. And it's like, you know the difference. And it's if you give a little bit extra, it, it makes a huge difference. Now, that's race direction, and it's something yeah. I'm very bad at, but I do know the difference. And as a racer and someone who's tried to put on races successfully, yeah, it's it's uh, it makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um. Okay. Next topic. Um, no, well, I, I do have to mention the fact that, um, you know, I did, I, I had full intention of actually running yesterday. 
And um, I know if we it, all did, Pat. Yeah. Well, it's if okay. the listeners have any history with the show, they know my extreme hatred for running. And um, but okay, in your defense, in your defense, there's nothing that scares you about a 5K. Oh God, no, yeah, no, no, that, no, no, that's, no, no, no. That's no. that's what I'm saying. That's, in your defense, there's nothing that scares you about 5K. No, and the and the point of it is, is I was bringing up the fact that I have um, I have agreed to do. For the second time, not in a row, but the second time, the Leavenworth Half Marathon sure. in October. Um, strangely enough, around Oktoberfest in a very German Bavarian town um, in, in, wa- in the state of Washington. I certainly hope there's no alcohol. No, that I don't think there will That will sully the experience, and you will no. not feel right. You know what, though? I'm, I'm not I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't like Oktoberfest. That's the emergency exit. Don't do that. You break the window. It's a red thing. I well, don't it. play with the red thing. All right. Um, I don't like Oktoberfest because it's just consists much of it. people. I mean, I, I've stepped over puddles of puke at uh, at Oktoberfests I've attended. I, I've I've been in Munich the week before Oktoberfest. Yeah, that was enough to scare me off from every Oktoberfest since. So I've never been to a an Oktoberfest that I've actually drank alcohol at. Really, in my life. It's not a bad call. Um, but we love this race, and my wife had asked me to do it again, and so I said, okay, yeah, I'll do it. You know, um, I'll, I'll freaking start running again. And um, so there we are. That race is in October. I figured I better start soon. My running shoes are ancient. My running shoes I, I tend to use more for gym workouts and things like that. And so um, – you had I, a new pair of Newtons on last I night. I did. I went down to, and they are not in. They're not being. They're not paying to uh, for me to say anything. I went down to Fleet Feet Sports here in Spokane. Sure. Um, I'd never been into Fleet Feet before. I have not. You haven't. Um, I'm. I'm kind of. A, I mean, and they have not paid me either. I'm a runner no. soul guy. I've are always you? liked okay. runner soul. Okay. Not saying anything for no. against Fleet Fleet Feet. I mean, these are both good local running yeah. stores. And for our listeners who have no clue what the shit we're talking about, you probably have some kind of organizations like this. Um, mm-hmm. I went into this store. I didn't leave for an hour. Wow. Um, I was with a guy one-on-one. He had me trying on different shoes. He had me trying on all this kind of stuff. We'd go out. We'd, he'd, I'd run a little bit for. It was a really hot day, by the way. Um, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And I'm, I mean, I, I'm sure probably a lot of it was the sales pitch, which – worked because i walked out of there with a pair of newtons i have had newtons before and this is a cycling podcast and here we're going to end up talking about running Eh, it's a season but um i have had newtons before and and if you don't know what i'm talking about it's kind of a it's a different design of a shoe it's encouraging you to strike midfoot forefoot which is basically right into the ball of your feet like if you're running on a beach um i bought into this um, and I'm sure some of you are fans of Newton or cheering on. Some of you think Newtons are bullshit, and you're going, oh, God, you idiot. Um, I bought them a while ago and ran in them and, and, and had some of my best runs. I did the hood-to-coast run and averaged like six fifteens for hood-to-coast for my runs, so which is fast. you know. Um, it's very fast. And uh, and so and I then I stopped running again because I, I hate it um, and w- decided to go back to Newtons again and – Went through the Fleet Feet thing. Guy was great. Talked to him, um, and I learned a lot from those those guys there at the store. Went for my first probably three-mile run and felt fine. 
uh, next day got up, went for a three-miler with Michelle, mm -hmm. and blew my calf halfway through the run. That'll happen. Blew it. I mean, I, I, I had to take two and a half weeks off after that. Ooh. It even hurt to ride my bike. Ouch. Yeah. And... So now I'm slowly getting back into it, and I have to. I'm wearing the compression socks now. I mean, I'm just looking like the total dipshit of all dipshits right now. Yeah, you, you showed know. up in compression socks last night. I know, and I, I, I just feel like they're Bobby socks. Yeah, I, I honestly, there's. You guys can tell me. Did I look stupid? No, not I at all. Felt I mean, you look the same as everybody else, but I felt really stupid. No, the arm warmers on the tank top was a bit odd. <laughs> Um, don't, don't you take that back right now. I did not do that. I don't want any listener to think I even went I close thought, to that. I thought blue was an odd color. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, I... Uh, Sleeveless jerseys <laughs> and arm warmers are a crime against humanity. They are I, uh, horrible. I, I saw Patton. No, a lot of people wear compression socks, and they work. The reason they wear them is they work. Yeah. But, uh, no, I think... When you get above the age of 40, which I'm sad that I'm above the age of 40. Not much, I think though. you run into the the issues of trying to do these things. The nice part is, is there's technology and medicine that allows you to continue to run into probably your 60s. So, Jesus. Um, well, here's the thing. I saw Steven Tyler the other day. Um, 68 just, years old. Just walking down the street? No. Dude looks like a lady, doesn't he? I mean, I don't know if you saw my video, but I, I saw him. Yeah, you I, guys I, went and saw him. Yeah, play. we went and saw yeah. him. Um, guy's 68. Walks around like a 15-year-old. Yeah. I mean, just... So I think there's hope for us, because I'm like, I want what he had for That's breakfast. pharmacology and bong resin. I'm in, because he was a total heroin addict at yeah. one point. I mean... Uh, whatever he's doing, I want to do. I don't want to do heroin. Um, we do not endorse heroin use on this show. No. But um, unless it works for cycling. Not but during the show. No, not during. It's very boring. So I use... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking of scenes from Train Spot. I know. <laughs> um, but I've, I've got to tell you, running for me is going to be... Uh, I don't know. We'll see. You know how how things progress. Um, I'm I'm also doing it more willingly because we're getting to cyclocross season. So I'm I need a little bit of it. But the treadmill helps a little bit to keep yeah. you slower. Like oh, I ran really? outside today, and I'm like, I can go faster. I can go faster. But it's like, yeah, you can. Oh, yeah. You just can't keep going after you go faster. Yeah. You know, I think that's the difficult part about running is, is you're going. Well, of course I'm 17. Um, <laughs> you know. And that's the difficult part. I mean, it's really keeping within yourself, but also pushing yourself at the same time. I mean, oh, you can't God. just sit there and do nothing and not hurt because it hurts so bad anyway. Yeah. The one thing I do have to say is that I like about it is the fact that you go for an hour run. Oh, that, yeah. That's a long run. Oh, yeah. You go for an hour on the bike, you're wasting your time. Why go? Yeah. Why get dressed? Yeah. And so, I mean, oh, my God, especially once, you know, life gets busy and things like that. It's like, oh, my God, you kidding me? I could go out in 40 minutes and crank out a pretty good workout. I will say an hour on the trainer is pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. Done right. An well, hour on the trainer done right, like a, a revolver workout. Yeah. That's solid. Some of those methods are starting to get that way where it's working more intensity over yeah. over endurance. So um, it's been it's been. So I don't know. We're gonna have to see how it goes. I I don't know. If, you know, 
Jesus running. Oh, oh I don't like it. It hurts too. And like, and then you're away from home and then you yeah. still got to run. Because oh, if you God. stop and walk, that sucks. I had to. When I blew the calf, I was just like, oh, God. Well, that's the worst is if you have to me. stop and walk forever. It's amazing how much slower walking is than running. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, my God. We're at 45 minutes already. Um, I do want to talk a, a couple headlines, and then it'll take us into kind of our, our – which should have been our topic, but we'll probably fly through it here. Um. Uh, headlines, Welta's coming up. Welta España, uh, Chris Horner set to defend his Welta. Probably one of the oldest guys ever to try and win a Grand Tour. I want to say he's 41, isn't he? He's 42 or 43. So he's exactly my age. Yeah. And he's racing to win the Tour of Spain. To win? Yeah. The Grand Tour? Yeah, he won last year. As you, I hope. No, I do. I yeah. That that I knew. Yeah. Um, I had to take that hat off. It was gripping my head. But holy cow. I mean, who thought that was possible? No. So he's. He, uh, it should be interesting. Um, I would love to see it, but thanks to Comcast, I probably will have to search the Internet in which to find it because we don't get um, universal sports here um, on Comcast. Isn't Chris Horner kind of the unsung hero? I mean, still going. Yeah. I mean, still going, and he was with... The he who must not be named. Okay. Um, now you know. you're getting to the topic. Okay. I, I'm, well, because the USA Pro Cycling Challenge, yeah, sure. which is the worst named race, I think, of any race on the calendar. Mm-hmm. USA Pro Cycling Challenge. It's like the bike race in our country where bike racers race. Yeah. Is the equivalent of, of that. Title. Yeah. Don't um, bring the Europeans because I'll kick the crap. Well, out we of got us. a lot of Europeans. I know, and but then, I mean, you know, and it's it's Jens Voigt's kind of. But if you're going to say it though, but if you're going to say it, the USA Pro Challenge. Well, yeah. then maybe we got to defend something. Yeah. Well, we're going to win it. I think TJ's going to win it again. Yeah, he's solid. He's he's in the lead right he's now. He's solid. Anyway. Um, so Jens Voigt's is his kind of uh, swan song. It's his last major race. I feel horrible. <laughs> um, and I know a lot of people have. A real soft spot for Jens Voigt, you know, the creator of the quote "shut up legs" and all that kind of stuff. Um, and and I'm actually stealing a little bit from Velominati today because I was looking through their site today, and the guy I can't remember who wrote it had a little post today talking about the end of Jens Voigt's career, and um, uh, Horner kind of in the same thing. I feel I feel kind of bad to say this but i feel mixed about a guy like jens because let's look at his his career or horner or horner or horner who did I mean, they who did they, what what time span did their career take place let's be honest probably one of the dirtiest times in cycling history correct um jens rode for several of the teams known to have some of the dirtiest programs um and he's claiming, you know, obviously he didn't see anything, you know, um, it's it's classic Omerta. It's the classic concept of, of silence among brothers. And so I know a lot of you guys are going to yell at me for saying this because Jens is, is deeply loved and he's a funny guy and a, you know, quirky guy and things like that. But um, I have a big problem with the fact that the one who shall not be named is is where rhymes he is. with stance yeah is where he is 
disgraced, you know, had his all victories taken away. Bye-bye. And, th- and then we have other guys who were either still racing or are even loved. Correct. And their titles haven't been taken away. Um, I'm going to throw an example. Stuart O'Grady admitted to doping, but his Perry Roubaix is still on his Palmares. Uh-huh. Lance is, was a bully. He was an asshole, but he was a fast asshole. Um, and I, I just, here's the deal. So, so if, Jens. If, if I sell dope, if I sell crack to kids, uh-huh. but I do it in an ice cream van and I give them a lollipop at the end of every crack sale, do I have to do less jail time than the guy who sells crack to kids and accidentally shoots a couple of them? Well, that's murder, too, so i got to take that away. Who sells crack to kids in the scary section of town? Well, the first thing that you've, you've screwed up on is selling crack because the former sentencing guidelines used to differentiate between crack and powdered cocaine. Oh, shit. So if, by selling See, crack, I gotta, which I gotta is actually a black person's drug, and I don't mean to say that that was statistically true, oh, is that God, they, made, they made crack actually a much higher penalty. So black defendants did much, black African-American defendants yeah. did much, much longer jail time than a white defendant because whites did powdered cocaine, a white defendant oh, you're who did the same amount. And so, yes, so that's, that's the, deal. the first problem you, you have. No, actually, and that's you actually, just, you just changed perfectly. my rant. But, uh, yes, oh, shit. I'm, I'm saying Lance did crack for no Lance reason. Did. For no reason beyond what he did is um, seen by others as, as distasteful. But everybody did the same drug. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, it's fine. I s- okay. God, that's good. profound. God, that's good. That's good. I Write that down. For wow. anybody who's listening to the show, please write that down. That was that so was solid. Lance did crack, but the people he forced to dope did powdered cocaine. Correct. No difference. Which because I've done neither. I've never done crack or cocaine. And, you know. I, I, I don't know what either is like, but uh, no. nor do I know what EPO is like. But I'm willing to try, and anybody wants to sponsor the show. We are willing to learn. Anybody wants to sponsor <laughs> the show, um, we, are, we are in it to win it. And, uh, you know, give it a go. We will, we will change our banner to Edgar Allan Poe, and we will, we will sponsor only poetry. Yeah. Um, but, no, I mean, I, I, I think um, I, I've kind of usurped your, your Yeah, your you take over. But, but yes. Absolutely, you're Just right. The concept that because they're, I, I've been reading posts online that say yes, Lance was the ringleader. Um, he did this. He forced other people to dope. I'm like, well, if you doped, there's a crime. You you should receive the same penalty whether or not somebody forced you to do it or you did it willingly. You are still cheating the system. Correct. Okay. Correct. I I would say. I don't even know if I'm a Lance Armstrong fan anymore. I mean, I probably am because I like what he did, but I'm I, I, I can't. I, I'm, I, really I'm, I'm a little conflicted, and we've I've gone on the show, and somebody can pull up my same rant that yeah. defended Lance to the I mean to the bitter end. Yeah, Lance, I freaking went to bat for you, buddy. We did, and we uh, did. We were believers, and and I, I guess I don't want to sound like oh okay yeah he doped, but that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying though. Or what you're you seem to be saying is where is the justice? Yeah, where is where is the idea that our that there's any sort of egalitarian? 
Lance can't run a 5K. I know. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yet, yet admitted dopers are still racing in the USA Cycling Pro Cycling Challenge. Now, uh, is, is it Jens? No, Jens has never been caught or admitted to doping. But there are other riders in that race who admitted to doping who have not had their victories taken away from them, who are still racing competitively, I think it's a, I think it's bullshit. I think, no, do I think Lance needs a couple lessons in how to treat people? Yeah. Should he be, you know, is, is, there, a, is there something you can punish Lance for in terms of his behavior? Maybe. You know, bullying, strong arm, manipulation. I don't know. Yeah, you're right, because all he did was bullying strong arm and totally yeah. cra trash people for the sake of cancer research. And that son <laughs> of a bitch probably saved more lives than any I celebrity on, on the planet. But, hey, yeah. screw him. Screw well, him. No, I, I'm not defending Lance. I, I'm not going to defend Lance. I'm, I'm sure a, Jay well, Leno has saved I'm many more, more a, kids with cancer. I'm more of a, I'm not necessarily defending Lance, but what I am doing is I'm saying, if you're going to do that to that guy, you have to bring everybody else down, too. I Well, I well that's a sense of justice, and we'll get to that in the rant. I okay, mean, okay. I don't want to change the rant. I don't no, want to steal just change the rant. the rant. Oh, great. Oh, it's going. It's, it's going somewhere else now. But I would say that, you know, it, it's an interesting piece to go, well, no, everybody else is racing. Can George yeah. Hincapi go and race a triathlon? Yeah, absolutely. He He's, can doped as lance was yeah and so that's i just god I'm, I'm having a real tough time agreeing the fact that that doping for lance was worse than doping for another rider boy it was done well though wasn't it i mean yeah, you know well you, you have usa to kinda, usa we perfected it tip of the hat yeah. um i mean that was done well, and I think that that might be the offensive piece to many people to where they go, okay, well, lifetime ban. What is that? How does that even make sense? Well, Danilo DeLuca has been lifetime banned, but that's because he's an idiot. Okay. But didn't he do it twice, though? I mean, oh, like three or four. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, he just kept getting nailed. Well, that's what I'm saying, though, is like, okay, you keep doing it, and we tell you not to, and then you do it yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, you know, uh, let him race clean. He'll do well, you know? Yeah, I don't, I, I just, I'd love to get to the point where we're past all this. And here I keep bringing it up in the show. But well, I was you know, surprised you I, brought it up because well, that was not one of my suggested topics. Really? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. That was not, I, you I wanted me. to throw a little one out there at you because. I think it's a perverted sense of justice within the sport. I okay. mean, you, you get there and you go, okay, boom, this is it. This is yeah. right for Lance because he's such a son of a bitch. Yeah. Maybe. Being an asshole is not a crime. <laughs> no, we are living proof. It should be. The fact that we are not in jail is somewhat I'm is not somewhat an asshole. Remarkable. I'm a lovable person. Not according to your wife. I mean, I'm just saying. Well, yeah, she is. She's, she's only in it jaded. because my parents are paying her. Yeah, well, it's nice. Well, you know, it doesn't, it yeah, doesn't hurt. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Okay. Um, You know, I usually your go Your parents in... are Johan Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just the one. He's my one dad. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I go into consumer reviews, which is kind of a part in the podcast now, but we're at 56 minutes already. So um, I do want to bring up uh, the one uh, elephant in the room. No plug on, on Glenn Copas at all, but um, the bucket challenge. Yep. Um, okay. I, 
in case you didn't know, um, Mark and I have been have been challenged the ALS Bucket Challenge by um, some friends of ours, Roger Drink mm-hmm. and Dave Erickson, who are uh, hosts of a, a great podcast called The Endurance Hour. Um, if you are involved in, in triathlon, I'm sure you're a fan of that one. And um, that was, shit, at least 48 hours ago that we were challenged. I think the concept. No, we're right at 48. Right I think now. the ice bucket is supposed to be in 24. No, it's 48. Somebody said 48 last night. So really? Yeah, okay. okay. Um, and I've already done one per- personally because another person challenged me and things like that. And um, I don't know our intentions. Are we? Are we yeah. We're okay, doing we're going to do it tonight. Yeah, we're doing it. Um, so we are going to do it. Okay. Um, yes. I, I'm, I, I'm all for supporting Lou Gehrig's. Not supporting it, Why but do you for getting Lou? rid of it. Why do you hate Lou? I have nothing against Lou. I, 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 he's Great the luckiest man, player. man, man in the world, world, world. Sure. Um, are we going to, in five years, are we going to look back at a stumping water on our heads like uh, what we were when we were all wearing yellow wristbands? Yes. You think so? Um, In a way, yeah, but... Uh, like, God, I can't believe I walked around doing that. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just throwing it out there because I'm, I'll do it. I know Shit, you will. I'll do it. I'll do it. You will. Damn right. Um, but I just I have a feeling these are going to be the flare genes of um, of fundraising campaigns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And and so you didn't take care of your pet rock. No, I didn't. I mean, I'm just I curious. skipped Did it, it into a lake. <laughs> Did it fucker. die? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it so came with I a just, piece of hay. I think I think we're reaching the peak of the of the ALS challenge thing, and I'm seeing more and more and more people do it. Um, you know, when Kathy Lee Gifford, my personal nemes- nemesis, does it, that's usually when I quit something like that. And so, you know, Kathy Lee Gifford? No, I just I hate her. Why? I hate everything about her. Because uh, I'm a teacher, and in the summertime, I'll have the TV on in the background, oh, and she's on is. the Today Show at the 10 yeah, o'clock hour. Bad luck. And she's the devil. She's a horrible, horrible person. She's so surprised to see you. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Hi, I'm Kathleen yeah, Kifford. I'm so happy and surprised. That's you have Botox. no other expression. That's Botox. Why well, Botox, plastic she's... surgery. I mean, like the beginning of her scalp when she was born is now at her neck. <laughs> I, just, I mean, it is. I but, I mean, I do not like or dislike Kathleen Gifford. Oh, she's I can't amazing. Stand but, I can't stand you know. Now, about all that kind of stuff, you know, and, and before, I guess, we get to your rant, I do want to say something about that whole ALS thing. Um I don't know about you, but it seemed like the whole concept was, I think originally was, either donate or dump a bucket of water on your head. No, it's donate $10 or 100 Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, that's why we're dumping water. Yeah, because I am going to donate. I mean, and I already have. Yeah. And I'll donate it again because yeah, it's, it's a, 10 or 100 If you don't dump, it's 100 Is it really? Is yeah. that why you kept telling me last night you're going to owe 100 bucks? Yeah, that's why I told you that. Jesus. It's like, that's why I'm here. Because I am that. You didn't come here for the love of our listeners, for the continuation of the strength that is the ongoing institution of the Pack Filler podcast. Both of our listeners will be okay. Fuck, there are more than two. I hope so. There may be four. Yeah, there could be. Because you and I are listening. Yeah, that's true. Well, you don't listen to the show. You never heard the fucking theme before. It was impressive. I like the old one. You like the old rap one? Yeah. This one just this one just I I thought was hilarious because it's it was hysteri- like those those old motivational tapes. It is 70s. pretty funny, but it's it won't I, last I think, very long. Yeah, you need a boop boop boop. Who's the voice? The voice is a very highly paid professional announcer. Mm-hmm. 
I highly paid is where you lost me because I know his <laughs> <laughs> buddy of mine. I'm sitting in an RV right now. Yeah, <laughs> you are. It's a damn nice RV, it's and the studio will be finished by the next show, which means which gives me six or eight months. Yeah, we're good <laughs> because of your your attendance. My attendance has been <laughs> lacking, but now I owe you beer. Yeah, damn right. Five shows, right? Are we gonna go four or five? Fifty bucks. I figure well, that's ten bucks a show. That's five shows. We're gonna do five, five shows. Five shows. It's fine. Oh. Okay, might have to have a couple IPAs in there because yeah. I've I've switched to the dark side. Speaking of going back, oh god, see how I did that? I brought back Star Wars into the conversation. Luke, I, I am not saying this because it never existed in the movie, but it's better. <laughs> why can't I improve something that's already been done? I don't understand why you hate progress. You can, and that's why we're going to create an even better doping program. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I mean, what, what do you think is on the horizon? <laughs> oh, it yeah. Will. Everybody's going to stop cheating. Oh, shit. We're just going to do it on vitamins now. Correct. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's even a guy in the 1920s whose heart exploded prior to that. He said, what, do you think we do this on bagels? <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah, apparently not. Tom Simpson, who croaked on the... Uh, I believe his heart on exploded yeah, yeah, on Ben yeah. 2, wasn't it? That was, yeah. The picture of him. It's right about the time. He's 69, 1969. Yeah. Yeah. What, do you think we do this on 68. Bagels? Might be in 68. I know it was on I my birthday. I want to say 69, actually. I, think it was, I don't think it was on my birthday. I think it was 68. Wow. Our Brit fan can call in and tell us. Mm-hmm. Are we at the point? We should. We are at the point where we're mm-hmm. going to do the rant because, um, and when it, if you haven't noticed that um, our shows have been kind of varied here, um, I've been doing some by myself, so that is why whenever Mark shows up, I just give him the rant because they're freaking poetry. So without further ado, Mark Hodgson. All right. So we talked about a lot tonight, and one of the things that's interesting is I go back to my law school commencement, and Jerry Spence actually spoke at that commencement, and he said... That if the people in Palestine actually had a sense of justice or they actually had a sense that something was going right, they would not be in the position they were in. And I think Pat hit it on the nail today. That when you, if you feel that you can get justice through the courts, you'll go there. You won't throw rocks. You won't, you won't bomb yourself. In fact, I also heard Jimmy Carter speak once that he hoped that the women in Palestine, the mothers in Palestine, loved the mothers love their children as much as the mothers in America did. And there's no doubt that they do. But I guess the point of that analogy, if you will, is really that we all want some sort of sense of justice. We want a sort of fairness. And when we don't get that fairness, we that is what causes rage. That's what causes you to feel the way it is. And people go to great lengths to get justice. The problem we have is that it applies to all areas of our lives. And so when we get to Lance Armstrong, yes, he who must not be named, the person who took justice or injustice to a new level, because the number of people that probably got stomped on by Lance Armstrong is numerous. And what he deserves or doesn't deserve, I don't know. But I do know what the rule is, and I know what rules are. And I also know that what we feel is fair And what is important oftentimes get missed because what is fair to Lance Armstrong? I don't know. Maybe to be tarred and feathered and there should probably be an order that every person can punch Lance Armstrong in the face anytime they see him if he comes out in public. That should be fair. But I don't know. I'm not so sure because what did he do? He used all of that injustice and everything else to also create a society that has done more for cancer research, survival, and everything else for kids than anybody else. 
Now, I don't know about you guys, but I actually had the experience where my child went to the hospital this May and was actually diagnosed, and it was kind of scary for a little while. The good news was that my child got better overnight because people had done research and people knew what to do. That was the best day and the worst day of my life. And thanks to people like Lance Armstrong, those things happened. Not because of justice, not because of fairness, not because of anything else, but because somebody took the time and put in the effort to do something they didn't have to do. So before you go ahead and vilify someone for something they did or didn't do in a sport that they loved, in a sport that, oh, by the way, everybody else was doing, maybe we got to look at the bigger picture. Maybe we got to look at what's important. Maybe we got to look at what's important to you because... If you're going to get into this justice and the balancing of scales, guess what, folks? Life never balances. It's always a shit sandwich. Sorry. I, if you, this is the first time you're hearing this, I'm really, really sorry. Okay? <laughs> but it does mean that you not only have a privilege to live in America and to have a great life and to be able to look at endurance sports as your biggest issue in life it also means that you have a responsibility to others and maybe the lance armstrongs of the world that deserve a little justice on the side and deserve a punishment maybe they get a pass in some areas too because they did some good i don't know but what's important to me are my kids and my family and the way i live my life maybe we all ought to make that that portion go in the right direction because if we sit here and focus on what's fair guess what i'm so sorry that life is not fair i'm really apologetic i really am but if to sit here and vilify someone who did that much good let it go we have a sport to get going on and in fact those who must not be named great lance armstrong jens voigt you name them they did it great let's move forward put them behind us and what can we do? Because I'll tell you what, cycling was one of the best influences on my life that I can ever remember. And I hope to make a difference in cycling for another child's life. That's what I hope for. You know what? Lance Armstrong, he was an inspiration to me. If he's not to you, great. Shouldn't make a difference because we're moving forward, right? Thanks. That's my, I'm Mark Hodson. I'm Pat Bulger. Oh, my God. That was good. Catch you next time, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.